This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hope everyone is well. For many things in life, in order to be able to do a certain job, a person has to get permission. In order to drive a car, you have to take a road test and get a license. A person to do a certain job, he has to go to school, get educated, and he has to be well-versed in this topic before we allow him to actually go upon acting on that job. One of the few things in life where there's no required education needed is being a parent. Parental responsibilities. You don't find anywhere that there's a limit. You can only become a parent after you go through parenting classes and you get a degree, and now you're certified to be a mother or father. It's a very unique thing. But in this week's parish, I believe the Torah teaches us a fundamental, you say, a basic concept of understanding parenthood. Not only is it relevant for parenthood, but it's really, really essential for understanding relationships and helping others. Towards the end of the parish, Moshe Rabbeinu is confronted by the Jewish people where they complain, they don't want the mun, they want something else, they're tired of the mun, that itself needs a lot of explanation, what was B'nai Yisrael's issue. But Moshe Rabbeinu makes a very interesting comment. Perik, Yeralev, Pasuk Yeralev, and Pasuk Yedbeis, Moshe Rabbeinu tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Did I carry? Did I give birth to them? What exactly is Moshe Rabbeinu getting at over here by asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, did I carry, did I carry these children? Did I give birth to them? Am I, am I their biological parent? What exactly is Moshe seem to be getting at? So the Chafetz Chaim explains that Moshe Rabbeinu was saying to Hashem, listen Hashem, I shouldn't have to deal with this. They're not my biological children. They're not my children. I didn't give birth to them. I didn't carry them. They're not my biological children. I can't deal or be held responsible for all their needs. Because they're not my biological children. Says the Chavetz Chaim, what do we learn from here? But if they would have been biologically his children, then Moshe Rabbeinu would have not said, well, what do you want me to do? It's not my problem. Says the Chavetz Chaim, the Torah is telling us such an important idea about parenthood. That if someone has children that they're responsible for, the attitude can't be, it's not my problem. I can't do it. It's too hard. The attitude has to be that I have to figure out a way to do it because that is my responsibility. And this is the Torah's outlook on parenthood. The Torah's outlook on parenthood as a parent, if someone could, they have to. They have to push themselves to the limit to do, to be there, to help their children. Now sometimes it's just not possible. Sometimes it's just not practical. Sometimes it's not feasible, whether it be something financial, something beyond our abilities. What do we do then? The answer then is at that point, a parent's job doesn't end. A parent's job is to daven. To daven for the success or whatever issue their children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren are going through. And their job, they don't become excused because they can't. They have to do everything that they can do. And that includes daven, because we can always daven. That we can always do. And the Torah, therefore, is reminding us in this week's parsha that when someone is our child, and they are biologically our responsibility, then there is no end to what we have to do as parents for them. And this is perhaps why we have such an important mitzvah in the Torah. One of the Ten Commandments, Kabeda Sevicha Vesimach, Why? Why does one have to honor his parents? So we always assume it's because, well, they gave birth to you. But it's more than that. It's because of this idea. It's because the Torah's definition of, of being a parent means you have to do all that you can do for your child. You know, it's interesting. As, as, you know, as a child, we take for granted perhaps what our parents did. And I know for sure I, I did. 
And now as an adult, now as a parent, and I realize what we do for our own children, that means our parents did that for us also. So it's remarkable how they shift their schedule and change their schedule and did this and did that to be there for us and now we do that for our children. That's because that's the Torah's perception of parenting. That's what parents do. They move around their schedules. They inconvenience themselves. They, they make things difficult. Why? For their children. That's how the Torah wants us to act as parents. And that's why we have an obligation to honor our parents because they do that for us. And when we're young, we don't appreciate it and we don't value it. But as we get older, we realize, wow, what our parents must have done in their life to do things for us, how they inconvenienced themselves and stressed themselves and had to mutter themselves to do for us. And that's why the Torah gave us this beautiful mitzvah of Kabbalah Tzavicha Vesimecha. But the lesson over here is, is that as our, our obligations go way beyond our children growing up. You know, the famous line, bigger the children, bigger the problems. And sometimes we can't be there for them financially, or sometimes it's even sadder, some Rahman, some someone's sick, you can't do anything. But we always have the option of davening. There's an amazing story I came across this week, it really, really shook me. The story was, <clears throat> there was a woman who had a son in a high school, for Rockaway High School. And <clears throat> she gets a phone call from the Rebbe, her son was in 10th grade. He wasn't being very matzlich. He was having a hard time. He wasn't being very successful in yeshiva. And uh, a few months into the year, she gets a call from the Rebbe. The Rebbe said, I want you to know your son is doing better. And the mother was so thrilled and she was so happy. And, <clears throat> and the mother said, I fasted 40 days for him. And the, and the Rebbe said, what? So the mother said, I'll tell you, I was at one of the dinners from the yeshiva. And at that dinner, Rabbi Bender got up and told the story. Told the story that he heard from Rabbi Shmuel, from Rabbi Shmuel Birnbaum, his Rosh Hashiva, that he, Rabbi Bender wanted to throw a certain boy out of the yeshiva. He wasn't behaving. He went to Rabbi Shmuel Birnbaum. Rabbi Shmuel Birnbaum said, did you fast for this boy? Did you fast for this boy? So the mother said to herself, I haven't yet fasted for my son. My son is struggling. He's not being matzliach. He's having a hard time. Did I fast for him? And his mother started to fast. And she was talking about a regular mother living today. She started fasting for her son. And she said, I didn't do it every day, and I didn't do it every day, but I tried, something, something to do for my child's success. And Taka, her son, started to improve. Can you imagine that? Fasting for one's child. These are the things that we can do. And that perhaps is our obligation as parents, maybe even grandparents. If our children or grandchildren are suffering, they're going through a difficult kufa, and we can't do anything else, but we can always daven for them. And the tefillahs of the parents and the grandparents are so strong. They're so powerful. I'm not suggesting that everyone goes out and starts fasting. But can you imagine a woman heard this in a, in, at a dinner in a school and she decided, I'm going to fast for my son's Hatzlach. That's because the Torah teaches us in this week's parish, if you carry a child, if you raise a child, it's your responsibility. You have to make sure that that child, you're giving that child all you can give. You're giving them everything. And tefillah is the greatest thing you can give for your children. But I think this message is not just true for parents, it's true for any caregiver. Anyone who's there to care for someone, to be there for someone, you have to make sure you're taking care of all of their needs. Meir Shapiro explained that when Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, he was complaining to Hashem, he said, Hashem, I didn't sign up to be a cook. I didn't sign up to give them food. My job is to teach them Torah. And now they need food. And Hashem was telling him, yeah, you think that was your job. But as a caregiver, as a leader, your job is to do everything for the people. You have to take care of their ruchnis and you have to take care of the gashmias. So many times in life we have people that we're responsible for. Employees at work, family members. 
And we only think my job is one thing. No, it's not true. Our job is the whole picture. To make sure the entire person is whole. Whether their financial situation, and their physical situation, and their spiritual situation. Moshe Rabbeinu thought he had one job just to take care of the Jewish people's ruchnias, their education, their Torah. The Torah says, no, Moshe Rabbeinu, now your job is different. Now your job is to take care of them physically. Bianco Galinsky said, he remembered that when he came to Vilna to meet, to meet, to meet with Reb Chaim Oizer as a young yeshiva boy, he figured that the first question Reb Chaim Oizer was going to ask him was a question about learning. He was going to fahir him. He said the three questions of Chaim Meizer asked him, the first question Chaim Meizer asked him was, when was the last time you spoke to your parents? Then Chaim Meizer asked him, when was the last time you ate? And the third question he asked him, let me look at your shoes. And Chaim Meizer looked at his shoes and said, they're so, so destroyed and full of holes, go out and buy a new pair of shoes. Chaim Meizer was not thinking at this moment about his shot in a sugya. Right now, Chaim Meizer was saying, this boy needs to be cared for physically. So many times in life we have to realize our job as caretakers, whoever we're taking care of, is to not just look at one specific part of their life, but look at all of their life. Are their physical needs being met? Are their spiritual needs being met? And make sure we're taking care of both of them. So I believe this week's parish is such a, a beautiful lesson and insight into life and how to care for others. Whether it be our children or even our parents, whatever generation you're going, we're looking at taking care of people in a much larger, bigger picture. And realizing that our parental obligation and responsibilities don't end with when we can't do it. We have to push ourselves to daven for them. Have them in mind that our tefillahs, there's numerous places in the davening with a special place where you could daven for your child's success. Special time when a mother lights Shabbos candles, a very auspicious time to daven for their children's success. And we have to remember that that's our responsibility. Moshe Rabbeinu teaches that in this week's parasha. Mr. Hashem, we should be zeicha to remember this, live by this. We should see doire doires of Yiddish and Nachas. We should see our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, those around us, following paths of Torah. We should be zaycha to greet Mashiach together with doire doires of children that are following the way of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We should be zaycha to see that. Amen.